That's right. It's time for the weekly review, a podcast for people who want to do a better job of organizing their lives. Whether you're new to task management or you've fallen off the wagon a few times or a few dozen or a hundred times, this podcast is for you. Now, if you haven't done your weekly review yet, hopefully this podcast will inspire you to do so when you've finished listening or even as you're listening. Hi, I'm James Dempsey, and with me as always is my good friend and co-host, Gene McDonald. Hi, Gene. How are you doing today? And have you done that weekly review? Hi, James. I am doing great today, um, but I have not done my weekly review. Not any form of it. No, no meows for me this week. How about yourself? Hi, Gene. I am doing pretty well this week, but I also have not done my weekly review. <laughs> um, and yeah, and then we're going to be sad next when we get to the weekly oh, to do. Okay. <laughs> so I just, I just, spoiler alert, um, that's foreshadowing. Um, uh. So let's play, let's bring in the band. The weekly to do, yeah, the weekly to do. Gene and James are working through the weekly to do. And Jean, uh, what was your weekly to do, and did you do it? Well, as uh, appropriately for the the sad weekly to do song, <laughs> I did not do it. Um, it. My weekly to do was to finish that box of physical mail, get it recycled. Um, I wrote down in my notes from last week, for real this time. So last time I I mentioned that I had not done it, but except for one envelope, which I felt was the, you know, holding up the whole task because I was scared to open one envelope and be mad about its contents from the landlord of the apartment building I'm living in. And in fact, there was nothing to be mad about, and I should have opened it weeks ago. This week, I just forgot about it. I just literally, I it is it is the classic clutter item that doesn't even appear on my radar. Um, uh, it's almost invisible to me now. So I don't know what to do. But that's my weekly to don't. How about you? <laughs> Uh, yes, my weekly to do was also a weekly to don't, um, and I think I I I confused as to what it even was exactly. Somewhere in the mix of getting going through my existing projects in OmniFocus um, to whittle them down, or getting through my physical mail or my email. I did not have a very, in terms of my inbox, I had a very unproductive week since the last time we talked. Um, and in general, just this past week, it hasn't been, it hasn't been a bad week. It just has been um, like an odd week. Mm-hmm. You ever have weeks like that where like, like it just, like you, you're working on something, then you look up and suddenly like the whole day is gone. You're like, what the heck just happened here? Yeah. Um, it's been kind of a week like that of, um, of, of, of time warp and not the fun 
uh, <laughs> not the fun dancing kind, but just the you start doing something and then suddenly the whole day is gone and you're like, what happened to today? So um, yeah. I did not do my weekly to-do. Um, I will endeavor to do, let's see, physical mail. That's it. That's what I'm That's doing. It. That's what I'm working yeah. on. In yeah. the hope that there's like a, a multi-hundred dollar check in there somewhere, but I doubt <laughs> it very much. Um, but uh, but I think that has happened to each of us at least once since we've started doing this podcast. I know it's yes. happened. You, it just happened to you and it happened to me. Um, surprise so, money. I love surprise, surprise money. Surprise money. I, di- I love incoming surprise money. Um, <laughs> yeah, the right. best kind. I hate <laughs> surprise outlays of money. Um, but uh, uh, you anyway. Know, I was going to say one thing um, that really uh, sucked my productivity um, fuel in the last week, and I, I even roped you into it, was uh, – producing a game show podcast for The Incomparable, um, which we did this weekend, this past weekend. And I was very focused on, you know, for the whole week on getting the questions and answers researched and written up and making it into something that was fun and hard, but hopefully not too hard. And all of that, you know, really, it was one of those things that sounded like a fun idea when I proposed it. And by the time it was, you know, the deadline was in sight, I thought, this is, yes, a fun idea, but it is also a lot of work. And I just did not um, really lay it out, you know, s- systematically what needed to happen. So, you know, so I'm including you in that uh, game show umbrella of of lack of productivity because you did a great job as the scorekeeper and general uh, person keeping things on track uh, for the show. So, and that'll be out next week, I think. Oh, excellent! I'm looking forward to to hearing it. Um, yes, I didn't I didn't need to do nearly as much work on it as you did um, coming up with all the questions and the the. Uh, the questions and exactly how the game is going to be played and all, but um, there were we did have a prep meeting or so, and then mm-hmm. the actual recording of it. Um, and yeah, scorekeeping was fun. The key for me was uh, coming up with some spreadsheets mm-hmm. in advance for each game, so I could plug the numbers in very quickly as it was going and be able to um, have a tally. Uh, immediately rather than mm-hmm. needing to compute um but uh yeah it was a lot of fun it was a, a good bunch of folks playing the game and mm-hmm. uh it was good to be uh uh your scorekeeping sidekick uh for the <laughs> for the episode so yeah yeah um yeah i think you know we will do another one. I, I mean, you are not obligated, but I would, you know, I would love to do another one sometime farther in the future. And I will also now, now I know um, a little bit better how to make it happen because uh, the previous game show 
that I've done were spelling bees, and they do require preparation as well. But a spelling bee is a spelling bee, <laughs> you know. And uh, and right. you were one of the contestants the last time I did one of those, and um, I think that the um, you know just having different rounds about something less precise than spelling. And even spelling isn't 100% <laughs> precise. Um, so anyway, I think that I would like to do it again. Uh, I have actually already thought of a few questions and rounds like sort of pop in my head. So I've started just making notes, but um, for the future, I hope our, our audience will listen to the game. Um, I'll definitely tweet it out. And um, if they have any ideas, love to hear them as well. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, once it's out, we'll probably put a link on the, the homepage too. Yes. Um, and in fact, the uh, I remember I got the, I misspelled the word nacelle or nacelle. Um, on, and now every time I watch Star Trek <laughs> and they mention one, I'm like, oh, I got that spelled that wrong. On that podcast episode, like every every time I hear that word now, I I beat myself up for a moment. Oh, good. Um, I'm so that's glad good. <laughs> you could enjoy so. the show so much. Um, but you know, wouldn't you say that there are words from your elementary school spelling bee you still beat yourself up over? Because I know a couple that I do. <laughs> well, I I I won my. One oh of right. Them. Um, so did I. In fourth grade. Yeah. The fourth, fifth, and sixth grade spelling bee, I won it in fourth grade. Wow. And uh, then in fifth grade, I didn't, I, I, like, I spelled a word wrong in the classroom because basically per class, they, you'd do it. And then I don't know if you'd then go on. I think it was one person per homeroom teacher, basically. Mm -hmm. um, and I spelled it wrong in fifth grade. And, like, I was, but I don't remember what I spelt wrong. Oh. Um, and now we have spell check, yeah, like in dictionaries <laughs> and things. So I really don't like you know. As long as I get my my your yours, it's it's two two twos correct. I I I don't mind about most spelling. I'll just look it up. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. It's uh. uh I remember a word. It was bagatelle. What did you get wrong? Bagatelle. Oh, bagatelle. I just didn't. I mean, I'd never heard it before, um, and I didn't know anything about it. And it's French, so it has an e at the end. I didn't get that. Oh well. But what are we? <laughs> many decades in the future. <laughs> I know. It's amazing how there's things that we just like remember. That stick with us, yeah. And then there are things that are probably very important that just completely out of our heads. Yeah. Um, human brains are the weirdest things, right? They're just, um, it's amazing. Well, it's sort of the same reason why we keep a a, a, a trusted system, right? Which is that we stuff, even if it's important, can get forgotten very easily. Um, yeah. And stuff that's not that important sticks in our head for <laughs> decades. <laughs> oh, yeah. St 
stupid brains. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, they're wonderful things. It's amazing. Um, it's amazing that it works at all. Um, so what was I going to? Oh, yeah. So we don't. We kind of have a it's it's a no particular place to go week here at uh, at the weekly review. Um, we don't have a particular topic, um, <clears throat> except to say that uh, um, I was thinking this week just about the difference between like one shot things and maintenance things. Okay. Um, and just how, how much of life can be taken up by just the maintenance things. Um, yes. As, as somebody who realized that I was overdue for maintaining my vacuum cleaner today and thought I should do this right now. And then an hour later saying, why did I wait so long to do that? <laughs> <laughs> it made it into a very long task that wasn't in my calendar for today. So that was kind of maintaining as in cleaning? Yeah. Um, Getting the, the bag out. and Yeah. It's a bagless uh, vacuum cleaner, but it does, you know, the dirt has to go somewhere and it doesn't just get, you know, transported into the ether. It goes... Uh, it needs its little container needs to be checked, and I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't even want to talk about all the find, vacuum cleaner details because well, I always find the one, the one that gets me is that over time it seems that like pieces of either either hair or a little piece of straight or somehow mm -hmm. little long stringy things of various sorts get wound around the rollers exactly and so you it t and those like the bag is designed whether it's bag or bag it's designed to be emptied out and you know yeah it's designed that way but there's really not like you got to sit there flip the thing over and you're like pulling out strand by strand of who knows what <laughs> and that's to me that's like the worst part yep it is the worst part, but hopefully I've gotten it sorted for now. But yeah, it's, it's, um, um, as I was doing it, I thought, well, I'm glad I'm doing this because I didn't think my vacuum cleaner was w working at peak efficiency. And now I think I know why. Um, uh, but, you know, so it had to be done and it will make life easier. It will make vacuum cleaning less stressful in the future. Absolutely. But I was sort of having an uh, a good quality productive day until I thought, let me just, you know, vacuum something. Then I thought, didn't I say last time I vacuumed, I was not going to let the vacuum cleaner, uh, you know, maintenance slide. Next time I touch the vacuum cleaner, I would definitely take care of it. So this is the, this is the time. Yeah. Anyway, so that was that was. Although to be fair, mm -hmm. I mean, it's something that needed to be done. So Correct. you were productive in doing it. Correct. It just was not the productive thing that you maybe had on your 
your list or agenda for the day, but it's not it's not like it was a useless task. Like you weren't no. frittering your frittering the day away um cleaning no. your <laughs> vacuum cleaner. That's what's your oh that that's all he does is sit around all day cleaning his <laughs> vacuum cleaner. That's <laughs> Well, um, tell me what inspired you to think of one-off versus maintenance tasks. Um, maintenance tasks. Um, the fact that like your time can get taken up by just maintaining that yes. maybe you never quite get to the the more uh, more one-off tasks, or that sometimes doing a bunch of one-off tasks set you up for. A lot of maintenance tasks, right? Because <laughs> like you do like, oh, I'm going to buy a car. Well, now you have <laughs> a car to maintain. You have a car, you know, you have, there's stuff yeah. that goes along with that one-off. You think it's a one-off task, but really there's, uh, there's additional ongoing stuff that goes with it. Um, and um, so, and I think just, Maybe it's also because it's tax season. Everybody's yes. least favorite recurring task. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I mean, it's not a favorite no matter what shape it, it takes. But this year I was thinking, because I was looking at my tax return from last year, that I prepared myself with TurboTax. And I'm getting ready to... I am doing an extension this year because of microcamp and the geography bee. I just felt like March was shot, and I didn't plan ahead uh, to get this done in time for April 15th. But um, looking at last year's tax return, I thought, who comes up with this, like, system for us to pay money? I mean, like, it's like 70 pages this year, last year. Um, it was or for 2020. I mean, part of that was just let, like I cleaned up lots of little stock transactions, like fractional things. So each one is a separate line. Um, mm -hmm. And that got imported directly into TurboTax. I didn't have to fill that out. But still, the number of schedules and addendums there are for me, who isn't really like some kind of wheeler dealer with lots of you know, weird businesses and tax situations. I don't know how we got to this point, James. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not sure either. It's, uh, well, I think we know how. <laughs> yes, I think we do know how. <laughs> but, yeah, I just... I, I, Every year it's it's a pain. And this year I just thought, I don't think I, you know, I just remember my father sitting at the kitchen table like with little slips of paper and pencil and filling out by hand. Like he, you know, for the fa family tax return. <laughs> it just seems like so quaint now that you could do that. In fact, I should ask him if he still does that. It definitely does get uh it's it's definitely more uh probably more complicated. Um I don't know. I I uh since 
I do have my own business that complicates things. So it's mm-hmm. sort of like everything you have going on tends to complicate things. Like any additional, like you, if you sell some stock, it's more life's more complicated. Yes. If you like, if you sell your house, yes, which you did in the last year, <laughs> that's a lot more complicated. If mm-hmm. you like, there's, yeah. So, um, and the thing is that, like, when you look at it, like each little piece seems to make sense, right? Mm-hmm. Usually, you know, like, okay. You, you you paid this much for it way back when, and now you pay this much, and the rule is this, and you kind of see maybe why they've decided to do it this way, or but mm-hmm. but when you put it all together, oh my gosh, it's incredibly complicated. Um, and yeah, so that's a maintenance test, and that's the other kind of thing where you do you are you the kind of person that like like kind of keeps up during the year so that at the end of the year everything's <laughs> kind of in a good shape or you the per- like or do you have to cram at the like around tax season to pull everything together and 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 either do it yourself or get it to you, to an accountant or what have you um so that's another like another maintenance thing is are you are you like a regular maintenance person or like an <laughs> emergency maintenance person <laughs> That's true. I'm I'm definitely emergency maintenance person. I wish I was the other kind, but let's face it. There's a lot of evidence <laughs> to suggest that to the I, contrary. Yeah, do it when it's absolutely necessary. And I would say that um the like getting things done and having a trusted system on average over the last what how long have we been we're coming up on is it three years four years four that years we've been doing James. this podcast oh yeah we're, we're almost at four. our so, four. oh mm-hmm. my lord um so yes yeah, so coming up almost on four years um the thing that probably having my trusted system has been most successful at is getting me more into the regular maintenance as opposed to emergency maintenance category. Yeah. I don't necessarily know if it's like helped me achieve my loftier goals any more than I was doing beforehand. But (laughs) I definitely like, but, but in terms of maintaining, it seems better at that. Not perfect, but better than I, than I was four years ago. So I'm glad. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I am better at some things than I was four years ago, but, um, I, I had this vision that when we started the podcast, it was going to finally, you know, I would click over into a person who is so on top of everything. And I think what I, I've learned in four years is this that's I'm just not that person. I'm gonna be as on top of the important things as I can be and the not so important things may or may not happen. Well and I think that's as long as you know what the important things are, mm-hmm. that's the that to me that's the most like because theoretically, right, there's an infinite number of things to do yes i mean they're just 
I mean, on any given, like, and some of them are even like really pleasant things, you know, like go have coffee with a friend. But as soon as you have, as soon as you have like more than two friends, right, suddenly <laughs> you could have coffee or have a phone conversation with like, like if you know enough people, suddenly just chatting with somebody and having it be a different somebody every day could take like a year to get every like you know what i'm saying like yes i do there's I know. there's a lot there's a lot that you could potentially or possibly do and so it really is in identifying the things that are most important to you and making sure that those things get done and they might be important to you because you know you don't want to incur the wrath of the IRS, so you do file your right. taxes, um, or it's important to you because, you know, this is like, these people are important to me, or this project is important to me, or this cause is important to me. Um, and it's kind of making sure that the other things don't fall off, completely fall off the edge, and, you know, you find yourself in some bad circumstance because, you know, suddenly your vacuum cleaner just doesn't suck at all it's you know it's just <laughs> which conversely really sucks um but uh you know so you get into a situation where you know you think you have a broken vacuum cleaner um but you don't necessarily have to clean your vacuum cleaner every time you use it that might be a little over the top so kind of finding that balance that works for you to me that's always the important part and the exact details as long as it works for you it works for you that's the but yeah there's that kind of there is that kind of promise especially for screen that you know you'll be in the zen place where <laughs> things come up and you deal with them and it's just kind of like like it's almost like your whole life is doing tai chi <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I this, circumstance, <laughs> this circumstance arose, but I'll do this movement and everything. I'll stay completely calm, and and that hasn't been that hasn't been my experience either. <laughs> no, although I I do think I'm calmer four years later. Like I, it's maybe not mine like water, but well, depends on you know water that might be rippling a little bit, but not. It's okay. It's, and I also, yes, and I also think that um, there is the difference between being in a panic wondering if you got important things done as opposed to, like, I feel calmer that I'm probably not missing anything big that I should be doing. Right. Maintenance-wise. Yeah. Right, and to me, it, it it really does a lot of it does come back to the maintenance wise, as opposed to, um, like new ventures. Mm hmm. Um. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If anything, I've learned new ventures are are overrated. <laughs> Stick with your old ventures. Right. Just yes. Oh, I'm just exhausted thinking about a new venture. Um. <laughs> That's not true. I sometimes I'm excited. Well, I think I've tweeted before that like the fact that there's, you know, infinite things that you can learn and do some days is incredibly exciting and some days it's incredibly exhausting to think about. 
<laughs> and it really depends. Like, and the situation hasn't changed. It just kind of depends on your mood and energy level on that particular day. Um, anyway, do you have anything else on this particular topic? Um, no, I don't. I think uh, this was a good chit chat. It's going to improve my my uh, weekly review when I do it. Thinking about uh, it made me mark down a couple of maintenance type tasks that uh, I would like to see. You know, uh, that, that I would like to see me reminding myself of them. And I have ways to do that, and I sort of have let them slip through the cracks. So. Excellent. Well, I'm glad it's been a, a useful conversation for you. It, it has been for me also, and um, I hope it has been for our listeners. And um, listeners, if you have any comments, stories, amusing anecdotes about uh, maintenance versus one-shot things on your to-do list, um, uh, please feel free to contact us and let us know. Um, you can always find us on the internet at theweeklyreview.fm. On micro.blog and Twitter, we are at The Weekly Review. And you can always email us at hello at theweeklyreview.fm. Now, it'd be great if you'd rate or review the podcast to help new listeners find us, help us find new listeners. And, of course, it just always makes us smile to hear from you and know that you're listening. So thanks for listening, and we'll see you at the next Weekly Review. Thanks. you got some things you want to get done. And still enjoy a bit of organizational fun. There's a lot of things you can.